With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. On me. We'll get over to Liam Lawson. He's a busy man. We all know what incredible roots New Zealand has in motorsport. Folklore with names like Amon, McLaren, Dixon and SENZ's very own Greg Murphy. And so, so many more greats of the sport having represented New Zealand at the peak of petrol. There's a teenage sensation who could be set to join the list one day though and his name is Liam Lawson. This week it was confirmed the Kiwi would get a crack in a Formula 1 seat this year when he gets a crack for AlphaTauri in the Young Drivers Test in Abu Dhabi. Liam is currently in Europe playing his trade in the Formula 1 2 Series. He's been good enough to take our call this morning. Good morning, Liam. A morning here. It's probably afternoon over there. Well, it's actually night time, but yeah, good good morning to everyone back home. Um, and yeah, firstly, thank you for your kind words, but uh, and thank you for, for having me. No worries, mate. How you going? How's it going? Some incredible news over the last couple of days, mate. You've been you've been on fire. Yeah, it's been really good. Really, really good. Uh, the the. It's been mixed, honestly, with, with Formula 2 and DTM this year. Um, obviously, I would have liked Formula 2 to go a little bit better up to this point, but DTM has been um, fantastic, really, to, to be at this point now, um, going into the last round of fighting for the championship is, is awesome. And as you said, the, the Formula 1 news, um, I mean, that's just that's incredible. It's something that hasn't quite hit me yet. I think, obviously, when, I, when I'm going to the test... Um, and I, I get to meet the whole team, then I think it'll, I'll yeah, realise how, um, how how cool it's going to be because obviously it's something I've dreamed of since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah fair enough, it. Liam. Although many people would say you are still a kid, mate. It's pretty like life's coming at you, <laughs> coming at you fast, bro. So give us the lowdown in New Zealand exactly what this Young Drivers Test is and how it all works and how this process played about. We'd love to know a bit more about it. Um. So basically, it's uh, literally one or two days after the F1 season finishes in Abu Dhabi, um, and they basically uh, it's it's called the the Young Drivers Test. And I'm I'm not sure if it's two cars from each team or it's at, at least one car from each team. They have to put uh, mm. uh, they basically select the young driver to, to 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 drive the car. So in the past, some some drivers um, had the opportunity to money and get an opportunity to drive but obviously um we'd never be able to afford that so it's something that i've been lucky enough to um to be obviously selected by by red bull um and uh get the opportunity to, to do it here so I'll, I'll work with i'll be in alpha Tori, i'll work with the, the whole team um over the over the test and and i mean every every year obviously i from when i step up into different things from formula four to formula three to formula two it's it's a step up but going to f1 even from uh, working with the team, the Ripple Racing team in the, in the Formula One factory, just doing simulator work, it's it's another world. So, um, from what I understand, it's uh, it's going to be a big learning curve. 
Mate, look, for us novices back here, what, what are the major differences between the F2 and the Formula? You spoke about the, the difference in driving. Can you explain to us a bit more about that? Yeah, basically like the, the, the F1 and... car is... Yeah, well, well I mean, the, the, the Formula 2 car is, um, is definitely a bit of a step up from the Formula 3 car that I drove last year. It's got a lot more power. Yeah. It's a bit heavier and it's a bit bigger, uh, but the F1 car is obviously designed to be as fast as literally possible. From um, they have if the, the amount of, of, of money that that Formula One team spend every single year is um, hundreds of millions of dollars in, in development and trying to make these cars go as fast as possible. So it's basically got uh, a lot more downforce, a huge amount more downforce, and a lot more power. Um, so the, the biggest thing that most people struggle with when going to the F1 car is um, literally the mainly your neck, honestly, holding your holding your head up because you're pulling up the um, five five to six G sometimes for for a long period of time. Yeah, that's insane, mate. And look, I, I know this—you probably get sick of people talking about drive to survive, but I feel like that's a lot of us. That's about the extent we know. And you watch those athletes, the Formula One athletes, doing these stretches and trying to have themselves in peak performance. So, what do you actually do to train, and how are you trying to strengthening yourself, knowing that this could be on the horizon? And I'm sure if your career goes exactly the way you want it to be, you'd end up there. So, how are you kind of going from a physical aspect? Um, well, basically, honestly, the, the training for Formula 2 is quite different because uh, the Formula 2 car is uh, has got no power steering, so it's really heavy to turn. And the way the way the, um, the geometry and the, and the steering rack, it's, it's, it's just really, really heavy. So, honestly, a lot of our training is, is strength-based. Uh, then for the long periods of, of the long races that we do, it's also... Um, a lot of cardio work and neck as well, but honestly, it's it's arguably more physical um, to drive an F2 car just because of how heavy it is to turn. Um, but the F1 car has power steering. I mean, it's not like a, a power steering on a road car, but it's got assistance basically there. Um, so it's easier to turn, but then you just get thrown around in the car so much more because it's so much quicker, and obviously pulling a lot more G, you're driving for a lot longer as well. Um, yeah. Mate, you've got one one hand on on the racing uh, wheel at the moment uh, with AlphaTauri and, and and a chart. How do we get you? How do you elevate to get two feet in there, two hands on the steering wheel, so you driving in the F1? Well, this is a, a huge step. Obviously, to to get my first test is uh, is is massive. I need to um, yeah. basically prepare myself uh, for for it physically. It's going to be the main thing because. Um, I think the one of the most common things is for drivers to get in their one car and lose their neck, basically. Um, and the, the problem is, you can, you know, if you're working out in the gym or you're, and you're doing you're doing strength stuff, obviously you start to get tired, but you can normally push through it. But with with your neck, once it goes, it's gone, and there's no getting it back. Like you, you need days to recover. Um, so, if wow. one of the one of the main things that that happens is when you break um, from 350 kilometers an hour in, in an F1 car. Uh, you break it about you break it the same marks that we break in an F2, um, and you're going so much quicker. So the, the G-force when you break your head, if you can't hold your head up, you can't see the corner basically. So um, that's that's really the the biggest thing is making sure that I'm prepared for the test. Um, I think next year I am going to have potentially the opportunity to do a few Friday free practice one sessions uh, on the Formula One race weekends. 
um, which would also be uh, a big step. But for me, I need to, whatever we decide, whatever the Red Bull decides on next year for me, whether it's Formula 2 again or, or whatever it is, um, I basically need to, to do the best job in that possible and, and hopefully that'll give me enough um, to, to get a seat. Mate, what are you shrugging? What are you shrugging in the gym? You must be shrugging <laughs> a ton to keep your neck up. What are you shrugging? <laughs> Honestly, a lot of it, yeah, some of our training is, uh, is some, similar to what boxes and things like that would do. Like you see videos of uh, of, of some, uh, whether it's UFC fighters or boxers, when they're holding their head up on, basically holding their body weight and these are a bench and uh, and doing reps like that. And we do that as well. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of band work. Like we have these cable systems where you wear like a harness around your head and then my trainer will just pull on it and I hold my body weight with it um, mm. and stuff like that. It's it's really unique way of training. Well, if you ever get in any trouble out on the racetrack and you cut someone off and they give you the old two fingers, at least you'll be good to go, mate, with all that UFC training. You'll be uh, ready to rumble, which is good. We've got Liam, Liam, <laughs> Liam Lawson on the line. He's a, a gun Kiwi motor car driver, and he's getting his chance in an F1 seat later this year. If you've got any texts, double eight, double three, we'll put them to Liam. We've got to let him get back to his life. But, mate, I'm really curious about the relationships when you get to this elite level of... Uh, motorsport. Uh, how important is it to know people? And you know, coming from New Zealand, we don't have the funds that we can obviously compete with the big powerhouses. So your relationships with the key men and, and ladies and people in Formula One and that level, how do you explain that? Um, it's basically something I've just been extremely fortunate to, to be picked up by Red Bull because without without them, I would never have had the budget to do even Formula Three couple of years ago so um i was fortunate enough to be to be picked up by them and through red bull now um is where the rest of the connections are coming for me which is uh which is really really cool every year i get um introduced to, to new people um this year i, I got to um to uh I've, I've basically now been introduced to the formula one simulator um so not just a simulator we use for, for f2 stuff i now have, have done some simulator work for the formula one team so i've got to meet all the guys um, running, running the simulators and the engineers there, and um, I, honestly, that's really where where the connections for me have have, have come from, just through Red Bull. Nice man. Hey, I just want to ask you about Brendan Hartley. He was our last F1 driver uh, involved from New Zealand on the big stage. Have you got a relationship with him, and has he been able to give you some advice heading into the next part of your your journey? For the, I basically, I've only found out about the F1 stuff pretty recently, so. I haven't had a chance to speak to Brendan about the F1 stuff yet, but through through the last couple of years, um, Brendan is someone that has always been accessible to me to reach out to. He's always come back to me. Uh, I actually did a, a uh, was it a year ago now, just over a year ago, um, I did a day at a go kart track with with Brendan, and we were um, we were driving around on track together. So that was really really cool <laughs> to do. Um, but yeah, Brendan's always been someone that's. Um, Really, really nice. To, he's always basically responded um, whenever whenever I've reached out to him, which is really cool. No, oh, that's awesome. That's the Kiwi spirit, Lee. And where's home for you back here? Who's who will be listening, and where will they be around New Zealand? I live when I'm home. At least I'm, uh, my family's in in Auckland um, in Pukekohe right now. So um, they, uh, yeah, all back there. I'm trying to get home right now uh, for, for the end of the year. I'm trying to book quarantine, but so far the last three weeks in a row have been denied. So, um, which is really frustrating, but um, yeah, yeah it, it's looking less and less likely that I'm actually going to be able to make it home to the family this year. Oh, mate, well, you're born in Hastings, so we'll claim you. We'll claim you from Hawke's Bay, eh? You're born in Hastings, so we'll, we can claim you, Liam. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome hey, stuff, mate. Man. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much. We got a text here. Best motorsport interview we've heard in ages. Great insight. That's well done. So thank you so much for your amazing insights, uh, Liam Lawson. We're proud of you, mate. Keep going uh, well overseas. You're flying the flag with pride, and uh, we look forward to chatting to you in the future, Liam Lawson. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. No worries, man. What a champion bloke. Is he 19 years old out there hanging with the absolute heavy hitters in the world of motorsport, getting his chance in a Formula One seat in the Young Drivers Test later this year mm. for Alpha Tori in Abu Dhabi? And doesn't he just sound cruisy and calm like any other Kiwi team? Hey, it's just some of the uh, information he was able to share, like, I don't, obviously, you know, there's big parts to racing, and I thought he'd be focusing on a lot of other things, but he's focusing on the neck, which makes sense. Pulling five Gs, you're heading up to a corner at 320 clicks an hour, and you've got to stop and break. And, um, yeah, just fascinating little insights there from, from Leon Lawson. So if you've missed that, oh, go over to the podcast, because that is an outstanding interview. Well, what a great get for you, Louis. Get mate, Louis oh, gets some great interviews. Well done, mate. Don't, mate, don't worry about me. It's Liam Lawson's the star, mate. He just answers his phone and says, "Yeah, bro, we'll chat." And he's got family down there in Pukekohe that'll be listening either on the SENZ app or on the uh, Auckland channel. So um, it's awesome to have Kiwis around the world that are happy to kind of share their story. And, and we wish him luck trying to get home. And that, again, it's mm. another story of a guy who is trying to get home to see his Fano and doing plying his trade. He can't drive a Formula One car in New Zealand, all right? He has to go overseas mm. to do it. So let the let the kid live and let him back into the country. Anyway, any other messages or anything you took from Leon Lawson or you want to send him uh, congratulations, send them through to us, double eight, double three, and we'll pass them on. Um, yeah, really proud of him. Is he Benji Marshall? He mean how much does he mean how much does he mean to you? Oh mate, he's the reason I started supporting West Tigers and watching league. So I'll, I'll explain in this next wee uh, piece that I've written for, for Benji how much he really means to me. Beautiful stuff, because I know he means a lot to, to you out there. He's been very influential in New Zealand. So a lot of people like yourself, Izzy, will be thinking similar after his retirement yesterday. Let's go into it a bit more. Let's delve into that after this. On Baz Izzy for breakfast, it's 18 minutes past 7 o'clock. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.